you know, we talk about people that are driven. We talk about how important it is to have a drive. But we never talk about, or at least we don't talk enough about, the importance of having focus, a vision, a narrow focus, a tunnel vision. It's all good to have a drive, but if you're not directing that drive, if you're not positioning that drive, if you're not focusing that drive on the path, then you're just driving around in circles. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much for giving me your time, your energy, for tuning into another episode, another week, another set of insights that I'm about to share today. I just want to apologize quickly if there is any background noise, so I'm going to apologize in advance. Um, it's a pretty good day outside today, so. There's quite a few kids playing outside, so if you can hear any background noise, I apologise in advance. <laughs> hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. Please, takes a few seconds and it means the world to us. And it also helps the podcast grow a lot. In fact, part of the reason why the podcast has grown so much over the past year or so is genuinely because of the follows, the subscriptions, the reviews... Those things really, really help us. So if you enjoy the podcast, if you get something out of it every single week, then please, it would mean the world if you could just hit the follow, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. It would mean the world. Thank you so much. Today, before I jump into the episode, I thought I'd just check in with you and let you know a bit more about what I've been up to and just general stuff. I always feel like when I do the episodes, I kind of just straight away go into, you know, episode mode. <laughs> and I thought today, maybe for a change, I should just like check in, share with you what's been on my mind and just, you know, quick check in before we get into the episode. I, I don't know, just felt like it just a bit of a switch of gears and see how it goes. But yeah, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to share how I'm doing. I am okay. And it's interesting because I've had a lot going on recently in my life and I have felt stressed. I have felt overwhelmed. <laughs> I have felt frustrated as well. I have felt a lot of emotions and quite a wide range of emotions I've felt. And what I've learned through the process of ups and downs, because that's, that's the process of life, but what I've learned through the process of being in those ups and downs is that sometimes you have to embrace them and sit with them. In fact, not sometimes, all the times you have to embrace and sit with them. And it's okay to sit with those emotions. More often than not, when we feel emotions or when we have a certain level of things happening in our life we tend to believe that we're supposed to act on the emotions okay i feel this way so i must do something about it it's instinctive right it's human nature for us to try and fix to try and solve to try and do something about it but there's a time and a space for everything and 
it's okay to sit with those emotions. Why am I sharing these with you all? Well, for many reasons. One, I just believe that it's important to try and be as transparent as possible, especially online. Number two, I actually share a lot of vulnerable and personal experiences and stories about myself in the newsletter. So if you don't know, I have a newsletter. It's called the Self-Growth Sundays. You could subscribe to it. It's totally free and you get every week actionable insights on how to build a happy, healthy and fulfilled life for free every week in your inbox. So if you're interested, just go to ericjuvrajcoaching.com slash newsletter and you can subscribe. It's easy and it's simple and it's valuable. But anyways, that was just a quick plug. But the point wasn't to plug the newsletter, but you should subscribe if you're not already. The point is I tend to share a lot of my personal experiences or emotions or things that I'm feeling and lessons in the newsletter. But I realized recently that I don't really do that in the podcast. And part of it is is intentional because, you know, when I'm doing the episodes, I always focus on delivering. But with the newsletter, it's kind of cool to build a community that you can write to you know, vulnerability is obviously something I struggle with, but it's kind of cool that since I've created the newsletter, that's been one of the things that I've enjoyed the most is being able to share things because it's a closed community. Again, the newsletter is totally free. You're getting so much value and you also get to know me a little bit better. But anyways, back to the point is the second reason is I wanted to maybe share a bit more as well on the podcast. And so today for a change of gears, I wanted to share with you that it's okay to sit with emotions. It's okay to not know what to do next. In fact, that's human. We often hold ourselves to such a high standard without realizing that at the end of the day, we are only humans. We are human beings, not human doings. So, we should just let ourselves be. And part of letting ourselves be is understanding that when things happen, we don't always have to go straight away into fixing mode. It's okay to be lost. It's okay to be, you know, disconnected. Disconnected, lost, confused, not knowing what to do. Like all those things, like they, they're okay. They're okay to be things that we feel it's sometimes in the moment not the best for us in terms of how it feels but it's always the best for us in terms of growth and I always tend to look at it from that perspective when it comes to growth I think it's so important to understand the impact of the bad seasons if we could call it that so yeah just wanted to share with you guys that whatever you're going through just know that you're not alone and also know that you don't have to have it all figured out. And that's another misconception is that we're expected by ourselves to have it all figured out, but no one in the world has it all figured out. Even the most successful people in the world, and I've said this multiple times on the podcast and in videos that I've made and newsletters, like the highest people in the world, the most successful people, in the world don't have it all figured out they're winging it they are literally winging it and so is everyone else so it's 
totally fine if you don't have the answers that you're looking for. That's okay. What isn't okay is for you to believe that that is the end, that is the destination that you're going to be stuck at. Because it's never really like that. It's all about growth and it's all about the journey. And things may not make sense now, but they always end up making sense later. And later comes sooner when you embrace things rather than trying to suppress them. Right. So that was just a bit of sharing, (laughs) check in. I am good. I am doing okay. Just there's a lot going on and I'm just navigating it the best I can. Um, Really hard to be vulnerable, especially online. Uh, I struggle with vulnerability in general, but I think especially online, it's, it's even harder. So I guess for me, sharing a bit of what's on my mind has been, um, in, in today's episode, has been a new, refreshing, but in some ways also like, okay, this is um, out of my comfort zone, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's shift into, into the episode, which I wanted to talk about is, you know, I actually just mentioned something that was interesting, which was I mentioned the uh, most successful people in the world. And actually today is about that. Today is about exploring the the three traits, the three characteristics, the three attributes, the three qualities that the highest successful people in the world have all in common. And why am I doing an episode on that? Well, it's simple because there are interesting patterns that we can observe and take away as a learning from other people. So there's a study that says that the three traits that almost all the highest successful people in the world have are a sense of deep insecurity, a superiority complex, and an ability to have a narrow focus. These are the three things that were identified that the highest and best, most successful people in the world all have in common. Now, let's dive into what each of those mean, or at least what each of those mean for me, because I just interpreted, I didn't read the study, I just read the three, the three traits, and I thought, okay, if I do an episode on this, maybe I could just share my interpretation of it just at first glance. So, I'm just going to share my interpretation of, of what that means or what that could mean, in my opinion. It, again, it's not necessarily what other people might believe or might interpret, but it is my interpretation. So when we talk about the number one, which is a deep sense of insecurity, I think what everyone's going to realize at some point in their lives, if they haven't already, is we all have insecurities. And a lot of them stem from childhood. A lot of them stem from how we were raised and just things from the past that maybe we pushed back or we pushed down and suppressed. But all of these things will always eventually resurface later as adults. And so I think that when you look at people who are highly successful, they are successful because they they are running from something. They're not just running towards something, they are running from something. There's this study about a mouse who gets put on the wheel to see how how strong and fast it could run. And then what they did is they put cheese in front of the mouse. 
now cheese serves as the desire right in this in this study and they observed how fast the mouse would run when the cheese is in front of him to their surprise the researchers found that the mouse wasn't really running any faster or any significantly faster than before okay so they then stopped that they did another iteration of the same study but this time they had the cheese in front of the mouse and then they had a cat behind the mouse the cat was serving as the fear in this study and what the researchers observed was the mouse ran faster than ever before <laughs> right and i know it probably sounds funny as i'm telling you this study but this was actually real this was actually done and the point that it's proving is that in life you don't just need to be running towards something in a lot of the cases you also need to be running away from something and that's actually what leads you to achieving accomplishing is that you're not just running towards something you are running away from something people think that the quickest way to achieve your dreams is to run towards your passion and in a lot of ways that is correct but pain is actually a much bigger motivator than passion pain is a lot more motivating than pleasure think about it this way if you are super unhappy about your job you are more likely to do something about it and to change the situation for the better than if you were miserable with the job and it's not a great job but you don't hate it to a point where you feel driven to change it do you know what i mean like we all know people who have been in relationships that they didn't really like the relationship they were not happy but they didn't change it until they became super unhappy with it so pain is actually a big motivator to change how you feel and to change the life that you're trying to create to be or feel or make it be better in general so just remember that when we talk about insecurities and especially in the highest and most successful people in the world they were all running away from something deep down yes on the surface they were running towards something but deep down they were running away from something and so a deep sense of insecurity is one of the qualities or attributes or characteristics that was identified as being one of the most common traits of highly successful people number 2 a superiority complex now my understanding of this is the idea that you are the best at it that you believe in your abilities and in yourself so much that that self belief can almost be classified as delusional like we all know that especially in the sports world champions they believe they were champions before they became champions right think about muhammad ali he was saying he was the greatest boxer before he actually became the greatest boxer think about cristiano ronaldo he was saying that he was the best footballer 
before he actually became the best footballer. So there's a trend here of delusional slash high self-belief and this incredible level of dedication that was driven out of it. So the superiority complex, at least from my understanding, is believing that you are the best and believing that you are better in your own lane, in the particular industry, in the particular path that you're chasing. And that's what eventually makes you stand out from everyone else and eventually leads you to the path where, you know, people who really go through it end up on, which is the path of success. And we see this day in and day out. And a lot of it is because of self-belief, this delusional level of self-belief. And I think in a lot of ways, that delusional level of self-belief is needed to achieve things. If you don't believe it, who's going to believe it? (laughs) Basic question, but if you don't believe it, who's going to believe it? And I think it's a fair question to be asking. If you don't believe it, who is going to believe it? You have to believe in yourself and sometimes you can have belief in yourself based on evidence from the past, but sometimes there is no evidence. There's literally no evidence to go from. So what do you do? You do it anyways, even if it means leaning towards this delusional level of self-belief. Because when there's no evidence to go from, you have to create the evidence. But to create the evidence in the first place, you have to take that step. So you either take it as a leap, i.e. you are scared, but you're going to do it anyways. You do it, you do it anyways. You do it scared. You do it frustrated. You do it fearful, but you do it. Or you find a way to start believing in yourself, even if it means that it's delusional, and you go through with it. But the point is you go through with it. And eventually you build evidence of that. And once you build evidence of that, then your belief is now corroborated by something that is more tangible. Again, another trait of highly successful people, which is the superiority complex. And again, I've explained it as per my understanding. Number three is an ability to have narrow focus, tunnel vision. See, we, we spend so much time talking about having the drive. You know, we talk about people that are driven. We talk about how important it is to have a drive. But we never talk about, or at least we don't talk enough about, the importance of having focus, a vision, a narrow focused, a tunnel vision. It's all good to have a drive, but if you're not directing that drive... If you're not positioning that drive, if you're not focusing that drive on the path, then you're just driving around in circles. Have the drive and have the tunnel vision. And that's just the perfect match. I wrote in a newsletter recently about focus. And one of the things that I said there was, I literally wrote, when you focus on 10 things, you focus on everything. When you focus on everything, you focus on nothing. We all know the importance of focus. So 
I'm not going to spend too much time going in depth about focus because we all know how important it is. But it's even more important when you're trying to achieve something, trying to pursue something, trying to build something. Things are not going to happen overnight. If you have a plant and you water it today, but you don't water it for the next 29 days, what do you think is going to happen to that plant? It's going to die. Right? Now, let's say you water the plant every day for the next 30 days. What do you think is going to happen to the plant? It's going to grow. Right? So in life, the pendulum is always swinging. So if you're not doing something to build and grow your goals, that means that you're indirectly doing something to not build and to not grow your goals. There's no such thing as it being paused in time. Same with business, right? If you're not growing your business, if you're not actively doing things to grow your business, then you are choosing indirectly to do things that are not growing your business. Every choice comes at a cost. And you are consistently, constantly making choices at every single point in time. Remember that. That was the third trait of highly successful people. Narrow focused. If you focus on something for a long enough period of time with consistency, you will achieve so much. Success is almost inevitable when there's focus, consistency, hard work, adaptability, learning, and constant application. It's almost inevitable when you have certain ingredients, like the ones I mentioned, and there's more, that make that recipe. I hope today's episode has been helpful. I hope you have enjoyed both parts of the episode. The first half where I was maybe being a bit more vulnerable and sharing a bit about how important it is for us to sit with emotions. And hopefully you enjoyed the second part of the episode where I'm talking about the three traits that make highly successful people. And I hope you've just enjoyed it overall. Share it with friends, family, colleagues, your partners. Share it with everyone that you believe might benefit from it. You never know. They might benefit more than what we know. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. It helps the podcast so, so much and it only takes a few seconds. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I really do. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, then please make sure to listen to the next one to find out what's up and what's next.